Welcome to the Baron's Head Up Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. Before we get into the movie, we want to take a second of your time to talk about where you can find us online. You can find us on Twitter, which is the BHO underscore podcast. Also on Instagram, which is the Baron's Hideout underscore podcast. Where can they find you, Aaron? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at double AA row. You can find all these links and more on our link tree. Lastly, if you want to support us and a small business, Twisted Allure, you can use our code BHO podcast for 5% off. Come listen if you dare. I'm your host, Dustin. I'm your co-host, Aaron. Uh, today, I, I don't. Do we want to say this is like our official summer movie? Since it it kind of is summer, and this has to it's do like with a the camp, camp movie. Yeah. So do do we want do we want to say this is like our like we'll call it the burning summer? The burning summer, because I know last year we did our camp camp mm-hmm. series. Um, that was it was fun, but um, I could. I think it confused a lot of people last year because uh-huh. we did like camp camp and then we did um, we did like something else. I think we were trying to do like deadly Santa Claus, but then we did like a a break, so we didn't really do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went through like I want to say, but I was also doing an experiment thing of just my thoughts for yeah. like when you couldn't come on, but I only did like two episodes of that, um, which were very short, only like fifteen twenty minutes, and I didn't really like them, so I stopped doing them. Um, so last year was in a very experimental stage, just considering it was our first year doing it. We didn't really know what we were doing, but this year we're, we are like we got it nailed. Yeah, like I, I feel like we we are on a um, on a road. We're on a schedule now. Yeah, we're on a schedule. We got things lined up. Um, confused of what the fuck we're doing, and we got way more like things that came up too you know like yeah. this year like that we didn't plan on which is good yeah and like we were doing interviews now mm-hmm. um a lot of friendships that were made oh, yeah. um a lot of really cool things um started happening this year and i'm i'm really excited to see what the next years are gonna bring us um Maybe, you know, actually go to conventions and, and do, like, on the floor, like, interviews and stuff like that mm-hmm. would be really, really cool. For sure. Um, 
I don't know. Like, there's a lot of really cool things that we can do, and um, I'm happy to see that it's no, it's just going up from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I hope it just keeps this momentum. Um, so today for our burning summer, <laughs> we are doing the burning. Um, and this movie is fucking awesome. I I really really enjoyed this one. Um. You haven't seen this one prior, right? No. Which is, you know, usually most... I don't even know why I ask you that anymore, because <laughs> this show is all around you not seeing these movies. Um, so, um, first thoughts um, about this film? Well, camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, um, you know, I like campy movies. Um, yeah, me too. But this one was, like... Campy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I liked it. Um, it was fun. I think it had a cool story. Um, like, I think, uh, um, I like how it kind of everything kind of like almost comes together. Yeah, you know? it's like something when you watch other camp movies, but watching this one, um, would you say this is like the the best like camp movie that you have seen? No, I like Sleepaway Camp a lot better. You like Sleepaway Camp a lot, a lot yeah, better than I enjoyed, this one, yeah. I also I think I started those off towards the end on this one. Not surprised. Um, <laughs> so I'd have to go and watch it again to. But um, but like I didn't like dislike it or anything. Yeah. Um, but like you know I I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. You know. Yeah, it's it's a really fun one. Uh, this is definitely a movie that people don't um, talk about a lot, and I feel like we've been really nailing those um lately of talking about movies that people don't talk about a lot Mm -hmm. um there was a couple of i think it was like a month or two ago i saw a bunch of people um talking about the burning um just on twitter they weren't really like i was like people need to talk about this movie more and i was like you know what we we're going to and i already had it on the list Mm -hmm. so i was like commenting and everything i was like i'm gonna be talking about this on my podcast um during this time frame blah 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 They're like oh i can't wait to see that so i'm hoping that this this is going to be an episode that's going to get blown up um if it doesn't like that that's not a big deal at all I, I just like to see um when episodes just randomly do very well like you know our meme edge of the axis will not fucking <laughs> die that thing will not die at all um so for everybody who listens to our podcast for some reason like i i I guess this is what you do is that you go to the very first episode usually or you go to the most recent. I'm one of those people who goes to the first episode. Yeah. I might not listen to the whole catalog, but I'll listen to like the first couple and then I'll jump to what's going on and then I'll go be like, okay, what have they reviewed? Yeah. And I'll, you know, and I'll judge it on that one. But for some reason, whenever time we get new people to come on here, it's always edge of the axe that's like bumping up like three or four like um like plays or something almost every day and i'm just like what is it about this movie is it just because no one talks about it uh, I, I mean that probably is a part of it and mm-hmm. it was our first episode we ever did like i went back and like i think it was last week i went back just for shits and giggles to listen to some of our older episodes yeah. and i was just like he's like oh my god and like looking at the video version too i'm just like oh my god we we did not know what we were doing um i mean we obviously were doing it all through zoom because it was it was covid season and shit Mm -hmm. 
And speaking of Edge of the Axe, though, every time I go through a freaking car wash, that's all I think of is that movie. <laughs> oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I should probably go and rewatch that one now through like a new set of eyes after oh, we've right. gone through so many movies. Edge this... of the Axe revisited. <laughs> what did we even rate that? Do you remember? I didn't. I didn't listen to the whole thing to see what our rating was. Maybe I should start doing that. Um, is go back through all of our episodes and in like description, like at the very bottom, put what our rating is. Oh yeah. Um, but I'll put it at the very bottom so that mm-hmm. way people, you know, um, will have to listen to the whole episode to see um, where we stand. Yeah. Um, or maybe do like a leaderboard. I know a lot of people are starting to do, it, but that just seems like so much work. Mm-hmm. I've always have to retally everything. It's like I can't do that. Yeah, um, I think. Putting it at the bottom of like the uh, episodes, yeah. work. That way we can keep track of it too, you know. Yeah, but I think this is going to be an edge of the axe episode. Um, I think it's going to be one that's going to like grow a lot over time um, compared to some of our other ones. Uh, I don't know. Spiking. I don't know why I have that feeling about this one. I just, I just do. Um, I don't know. Find out. Because <laughs> I'm really surprised too that our Sleepaway Camp one hasn't even broke like our top 15. Really? But I think it's because people have reviewed it so much, That's you know. True. And this is one of those movies like like Edge of the Axe where not everybody's seen it. Not everybody has seen it or have um, you know reviewed it. Um, but I'm excited to do this one. So um, if you want to open up IMDb, Aaron, okay. unless you have any other like last thoughts you want to do before we jump into all that, I think I'm ready to jump in. All right. Um, right. do you, one thing I, I do got to ask do you understand the whole cropsy thing do you know what cropsy is no okay so this is kind of like um that madman mars i think was like another one mm-hmm. i think it was just called madman um it was also kind of based on the same cropsy legend it was it's in um new york um there was like this uh insane asylum back then and there was um people were going missing and i think it was like five kids or something there's a documentary on it called cropsy um that's really good and a lot of um movies in the 80s were kind of stealing this and this was like one of the first like big big ones that mm-hmm. i remember as of late of it being like um i don't know um a tale of cropsy i guess um, yeah so it was uh, people were saying that there was this guy who like broke out and would like take kids and and kill them or something and bring them to this like closed down insane asylum or hmm. something like that there's a lot of different like urban legends that happen with it but they were thinking that there was this thing this person named cropsy who would go and take these kids and and they would go missing and stuff it's a really good documentary it was on on netflix i don't know if it still is it's really creepy but it's really hmm. really cool but um this is kind of like loosely based on it based on it with the the whole name and everything yeah um, so that's Crazy. a little, little bit of a backstory. No. Um. Yeah. So the burning came out in 1981. I always forget it's that early. It feels like a later 80s movie, but that's I think due to Tom Savini's masterwork. Mm-hmm. Um. So our top build cast, we got Brian Matthews who plays Todd. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I thought throughout the whole movie his name was Tom. Like, <laughs> even in my notes, I wrote Tom because it's not like everybody was saying Tom. Mm-hmm. And I was just too lazy to put on the captions to see if that's what it was. But it wasn't until the very Todd. end where I heard someone say Todd. I was, I was like, oh, it's Todd. Fuck, my notes are all wrong. But I'm not going to go and rechange it. Um, Brian Matthews <laughs> was in uh, Ho High, 
Riptide, the burning, of course. Uh, days of four, li- days of our lives. Why is everybody in fucking soap operas? Soap operas are in horror. You realize that? Yeah, right. Um, and then not we- a bad thing. This is really funny. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Leah Leah Ayers or Ayers, probably. Um, she was in Bloodsport. Ooh, that's a good movie. Um, The Burning, The Player. Um, Eddie McCon's Run. Uh, Sliders. A lot of shit. Yeah. Um, then we have Brian Backer who plays Alfred. He was in Fast Times at um Ridgemont High. Uh, Ridgemont High. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember like the name of the school, Ridgemont. That's what I'd say. That's a good movie too. I've um, seen that. He was in Loser. Uh, Police Academy Four. Yeah, I forgot there was like so many fucking police academies. Uh, Burning Vamps. Um, Vamps is also a good movie. Then we have Larry Joshua who plays Glazer. He was in Spider Man, um, the first one with uh. What does it say he was? Uh, it says wrestling something. Oh, maybe he was just one of the people so that was like, like on fights the... in the cage. Yeah. Curious now, though. <laughs> wrestling promoter. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the X Files, nineteen ninety eight, and Sea of Love. Okay. Some of these people have some heavy hitting stuff. Yeah. Um Well the the one that everybody remembers scroll back up will know is uh, the one who plays D. Oh, Jason Alexander. Yeah. Every, everybody knows. Seinfeld, him. George Costanza. Yeah, it's so funny seeing him in I think this is maybe his earliest role? Question mark. Um Let's see. Looking like it so far. Seinfeld starts a year after this one. Wait, Seinfeld was in the 80s? I mean, sorry, that's... Wait. 89 to 98. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't think it was that early, but yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah he's, he's really funny in this. Mm-hmm. So then, our budget... Which I actually have it this time. $1,500,000. <laughs> For 81? That's fucking big, dude. Yeah. That's big. Do you have any um like box office or anything like that, or is it just a budget? Maybe Rotten Tomatoes will like us. No, I have not looked at the Rotten Tomato score, Aaron. I know you're gonna ask me. <laughs> Ten reviews on the Tomato Meter. Where are we Ten. at? Take a whack. God damn! So every time it's been really low, it's been way higher than I, th- <laughs> I thought it was. So I'm gonna say it's like seventy-two. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Okay. Okay. Audience score five thousand plus. I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go eighty. Sixty. <laughs> okay, so it's it's pretty divided, but they're both saying it's it's above average, mm-hmm. essentially. So um, I, I'm happy to hear that because it definitely isn't a above average, um, movie. There's a lot of really good stuff that happens in it, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. In our oh, final I also artists. couldn't help but notice that um, this movie is produced and written by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, he was also part of Scream and yeah, shit like that. So, which is a shame because he's such a it, piece of shit. It is, it is. But you know, he wasn't like directly like involved. It was just his company and yeah. shit. So he he's he's not you know 
in there like telling people like what what to do he was yeah. just more distributing it and, and whatnot um so this yeah it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um let's see critic reviews for the burning uh mike massey gone with the twins says for every effective brutality there's an equivalently unsuccessful bit of an editing acting musical riff or interchange which numbs the execution I don't know. I think the executions are pretty good in this film. Um, it's really brutal, um, especially every time like the shears are part of it. Like, right. it's, just, it's brutal, dude. Um, David Nusser says a stylish thriller that generally fares better than a majority of similar themed horror endeavors. Okay. Um, instead of recycling the sort of artificial showmanship that usually informed most of the violence in the early horror franchises, the movie creates a convincing aesthetic. Yep. And we'll do one more bad one. Okay. Um, it says, at a time when the subgenre was undergoing a boom and the market was saturated, the burning does little to distinguish itself from the spate of other slashers with which it was vying for screen space. Hmm, I kind of have a bone to pick with that one. <laughs> Just because this movie, I think, is way different than um, other camp-styled films or slashers. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a story, and this one, I think, progresses a lot smoother and better than other movies at the time. Yeah. Um, I would actually probably pick this movie over Friday the 13th Part 1 through 3, to be honest. I would yeah. probably watch this one more than those i love friday the 13th don't get me wrong but this one it just it executes things i think so much better i feel Um, like it gets more story in one movie than yeah and it's a lot that goes on and and you actually spend time with these characters and and whatnot and you do get the character development where i feel like in friday the 13th there are a lot of characters we don't spend enough time with most of them um in this one, you definitely do, and then you can go like the the sleepaway camp um um way and and say like that movie spends so much time with its characters or whatever you know. But I think this is a really good middle ground mm-hmm. um, that will probably bridge the gap between like Friday and Sleepaway, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd um, say so. It's a it's a great movie. I think it's it's fun as fuck. Uh, the kills are amazing. Um, I I love this movie. I really really do. It's great. Um, but do you want to start today? Um, or would you like me to? Start? This summer, if you're planning to go camping, don't. If you're looking forward to midnight swims, don't. Sneak on back to the campsite. Get some matches. Build us a hot fire. And if you're thinking about being with someone where no one can see you, don't. Because this summer, a legend of terror isn't just a campfire story anymore. They say he smashed his way through the bunk room door, just a mass of flames. I cried out, I will return, I will have my revenge. He lives on whatever he can catch. Right now, he's out there, watching, waiting. What happened 
one summer five years ago is about to happen again and again and again. The Burning. You start sure so we're gonna go into the burning so we get a uh, an opening uh scene at a it says like a little title card actually the the opening credits are really cool it's another one of those like those blood titles oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um that's, that's really really cool it's like all red and shit um but we besides that we get introduced to this camp called on um, blackfoot and you are with these these group of boys um, at this camp, and they're, they're talking about um, this person, Cropsy. Um, and I have a quote here: that "says Tonight's the night, Cropsy is going to get it." So um, these people are just going to pretty much do a prank on. I guess um, when you get there, I think it says, um, "What the hell does it say on his door?" He's like the caretaker. Uh, the caretaker. That's what it is. He's the caretaker of the lands. Or, or or whatever you, you you want to call them, um. But they um have this thing. We don't know what it is yet, but they have this plan of going there to um have one person go in while the other ones wake wake up Cropsy because it's at night, and um this person um we don't really know their names yet, but we will learn them later in the movie. Um, that he lights something we know he's lighting something we don't know exactly what it is yet um but once he lights it and they, and they wake him up um we see it through Cropsy's eyes that it's like this skull that i don't it looked real but maybe it's something that they made because mm. where would they have gotten like a just a random ass skull yeah that has like flesh and maggots and stuff yeah. on it they, they go into a graveyard or some shit and, that, and dig, dig it up, it up. <laughs> um so yeah they, they they light it up and all they wanted was him to be scared and, and run but instead what does he do he smacks the thing onto the bed and then he just goes up in flames <laughs> and he just starts running out he's like ah, ah, and all the kids are just like oh shit we need to run and get the fuck out of here so um Cropsy is like burning and then eventually it lands in the water. Um and then we jump to a week later um at St. Catherine's Hospital. And it's like these two doctors, it's like one or maybe a nurse and uh maybe a nurse in training uh are there they're, they're kind of talking um and one of the guys is like once you see this thing you're never going to want want to work here again. Um it's like man uh, man, this is uh, the man is burned so bad he's cooked a fucking Big Mac, overdone <laughs> like that guy. <laughs> so he brings he brings this uh, this newbie, I guess, um, in the hospital, and he goes to show him where um, this burn victim is, which we know is that he's going to show him Cropsy. You know, yeah. like uh, us as a viewer, we know that. So he goes and he's like in this in this isolated room in the burn unit. And uh, the guy who says he was burnt like a Big Mac uh, <laughs> opens it up while he's trying to get the other guy to come. He's like, come on, come on, it's fine. Come on, come on, come look. Um, but before the guy gets there, Cropsy grabs his hand and he starts screaming. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> So I guess that guy's not working there anymore. Um, uh, and it's five years later, I believe. They get, 
Yeah, it's like some time passed. We get some like monologues and like yeah. voiceovers of doctors talking to Cropsy, and they're like, "Oh, you can go off, and now you can you can live a normal life and and, and whatnot." The first few months are gonna be the hardest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like his first day out, first day out, this guy he's he's dressed up all in black, uh, covered head to toe, literally, and then he starts going down like the strip of like you know like adult stores and shit. And then he finds, like, this hooker, and then she's like, oh, this is home. And then he's waiting on the stairs. He's like, uh, are you coming up? Because I'm going in. <laughs> so she goes in, into the room, and uh, Cropsy uh, goes up. We don't see his face at all, or really anything of him. We just see, like, this black, like, trench coat or whatever like that he's figure, wearing. figure, yeah. Um, so he walks into her room, and she's like, you know talking to him and, and like oh you're gonna keep everything on whatever like uh you know i've been with other people who wanted worse or or weeder or whatever so he goes to take off um his hat and she says oh my god who are you and like probably the worst acting i've seen <laughs> like like barely any emotion behind it who are you <laughs> so uh cropsy um essentially stabs her with scissors in the stomach and She's dead. Like, right away, the first first day this guy's out, he's already on a killing spree of just random-ass people. We don't know why he wanted to go and kill her. Um, I thought, you know, when, when watching through, like, or when I first, you know, like, he said, like, first seen the books, I assumed there was some kind of, like, connection. Yeah. No, it's... Just hooker. Just some random person. Um, I was like, oh, maybe it was one of those kids yeah, from, from back thinking. then. But yeah. then you realize, like, oh, it was all boys, so mm-hmm. it'd be weird. Um, but now we're at another camp called Stonewater, and it looks like a, a ball game is going on. Um, and uh, the, one of the, the girls, I think, um, hits hits the ball too hard, and it goes into the woods. And then um, one of the um, um, campers, um, Tiger, uh, was what her name is. <laughs> to go and find the ball she, like, she goes into the woods and finds it i like this this um um little segment that's going on with her in there trying to find it and also getting the pov of her being watched mm-hmm. and then when you get the the shears oh yeah and, and then yeah and then she runs out so you get like a fake out mm-hmm. which i think is really really cool and the shears are menacing in this all right um nobody wants to get stabbed by garden shears no no i mean it's on all the posters and everything so yeah. like you know what what the what the weapon is yep. but it's it's fucking it's scary um and then we cut to a mess hall where um michelle and um who is the um like the counselor. girl f- the counselor for the girls was talking to Karen, and Karen's talking about um, Eddie, who we were briefly introduced to. And she's saying that she's like scared of him, but mm-hmm. likes him, so she doesn't know what to do. And, and Michelle's like, "Well, maybe she just I don't know, take some time away." Um, then um, we get um some some more shots of I think it's the next day in the girls' cabin where um. One of the girls, Sally, um, she wakes up before everybody else and goes to take a shower. And then we hear some creaky doors and shit like that, you know? Spooky noises. Yeah, and we, we get our first topless scene, too, which, I mean, they can't really uh, watch a slasher without having any, any boobies come out, right? <laughs> nope. Especially in the 80s. 
Who's so, there? Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> so she gets scared, she screams, all the girls wake up, Michelle goes over there, and then she sees um this this another um camper, Alfred. Um is, Alfred. Yeah. Who is this staring at her like weirdly um so you know he's probably the weird kid because we're not fully introduced to him yet um and they start asking him why he did that and um he says i only meant to scare her like well no shit that's what you did asshole you definitely (laughs) scared the fuck out of her um like come on and then um yeah tom and michelle which we also find out that i guess they're dating um is that uh she's like if he doesn't like straighten up or anything like he needs to go away because he's a pervert and tom's like oh no 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 no, he's fine he's fine but if anything does happen you know i'll, I'll let him be but um aaron i can let you uh take it for a little bit if you'd like is all the right. um i think it's the tom and alfred talk mm-hmm. all right so yeah todd and alfred are talking and um you know, he tells him, he's like, I understand how you feel. He's like, I was involved in a prank. I got sent home with some buddies for a prank that went wrong. and Yeah, so it's a little bit of foreshadowing, but it's also so vague that you like, you want to think it's from the beginning, but, you but be you're also sure. just like, maybe it's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, practical joke that went wrong. Um, but then a little later, Glazer, who is Sally's boyfriend... Um, comes up and he tells Alfred to stay away from her. Yeah. Um. So he basically threatens Alfred, and um, later that day, uh, everybody's swimming in the lake, and then uh, Glazer um pushes Alfred off the dock mm-hmm. in in the water. Um, which then one of Alfred's friend da- friends, Dave, he jumps in, he helps him. Um, because Alfred can't swim. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Dave, Woodstock, Eddie, and Fish, uh, they all... <laughs> Such weird names. I know, right? They all decide to help Alfred get revenge against, uh, Glazer. So Woodstock shoots Glazer in the butt with, a like, a BB gun. Yeah, they um, call it Pea Shooter. <laughs> pea Shooter. Um, while he's on a raft, uh, trying to, like, um, impress his girlfriend and be all, like, suave and... Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Um, that's really funny too, because like I think one of the girls pushes him off too, mm-hmm. which is really funny. <laughs> but then later that night, um, in the cabin, uh, cabin Crosby is he's sneaking around and spying on them when um, Alfred sees him at the window. Yep. Um, but none of the other campers see anything. So, um. And then Glazer asked Fish to buy some condoms. Yeah, it's really it, it's funny because um, he like comes in. He's like the delivery guy. Yeah, which is really funny that he always has these things and finds things randomly. Like, where the fuck does he go to buy all his magazines and stuff? Like, does he <laughs> have someone that like comes and drops them off to him? Yeah, right. He's got a magazine guy. He's got a condom guy. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, but yeah. So uh, he's planning on having sexy time with Sally. Oh um, yeah. But while Dave and Woodstock they're playing cards, um in the cafeteria, the head counselor is talking to Michelle, Todd, and the rest of the campers about a canoe trip, um, on Devil's Creek. Yeah. It is a three day trip, um, and goes several miles down river from the camp. That was pretty fun to be yeah. honest. I went what water yeah, whitewater rafting once it was fun. I like canoeing. My mom has a couple of canoes and we go down on the river sometimes near oh, nice. her house. 
It's fun. Fun times. Oh, yeah. But, so, uh, the next day, a large group of campers are out canoeing, and, um, then we end up, like, you, I'm trying to remember if there's anything important that happens in between, like, the um, campfire scene. and uh, Not really, it's really just, just like, canoeing. them canoeing, you get, like, a couple of jump scares of people being dumb, um, yeah, we get the, we get the... The story time, and then yep. I think it's it's the Eddie and Karen, which is the the next big thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the camp stories is pretty important. Yeah. Um. So after a long day of canoeing, um, they're all sitting around a campfire at night, and Todd starts telling the story about Crosby, uh, or Cropsy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I, I was here on too. But uh, so he tells the story about this prank gone wrong, and um. That he talks about how Cropsy obviously survives, um, you know, from the thing, but that he yeah. survives in the woods from killing animals and eating them raw, apparently. <laughs> oh, thank you. Which then Eddie jumps out with a mask and scares everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then later that night, um, everyone's in bed and sleeping and, um, Eddie and Karen decide to go take a walk to the lake um, where they start kissing and um, then Karen um, does you know she's hesitant she doesn't want to have sex with him or she's unsure um, but he decides to uh, go skinny dipping which then Karen decides to join him and but she's still like you know unsure and kind of wary and Eddie is like very aggressive Mm -hmm. Um, not cool not uh, cool, dude. Almost like pressuring her, but yeah. And then he ends up getting annoyed, um, and she leaves. And yep. Then finds her clothes, you know, kind of thrown around. And um, while she's looking for them, she ends up getting attacked and killed by Cropsy, yeah. who kill- slashes her throat with a pair of shears. Yeah, so those things must be fucking sharp. If like, yeah, they are. They look brand new. Um, it's really cool to see a different thing being used as a weapon instead of like an axe or a machete all the time mm-hmm. you don't see shears no right ever. <laughs> you can do some damage at those yeah um i can take it for a bit for an errand okay so um yeah eddie is woken up the next morning um by tom and michelle and they're asking him like where karen is and whatnot he's like oh i didn't see her you know she was like over there last night and then she she didn't want to hang out with me whatever because i went a little too far so she, i thought she went back to camp um, and then Michelle says to to Eddie, you know, Karen told me that she's really scared of you, um, which is it's not a good thing. Um, and then another thing is that uh, I think all the the kids um, shout out to Michelle that the, the canoes are gone to during this whole um, like talk. So they think that maybe Karen took the canoe back, but let all the other ones loose by accident. Um, and then you know, classic Glazer, the freaking blames on Alfred, even though he didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> Uh, then we get a little bit more of Todd, or as I was calling him, Tom and Michelle, <laughs> um, talk um, about creating a a wooden raft for them to go back. Um, so they have all the kids gather them. Um, Sally and Glazer talk as well. Uh, so they, they decide to make the raft. Uh, I think there's some POV that happens as some people are collecting wood and whatnot. Um and then Alfred was out looking for 
I wrote down he was looking for Sally and Glazer. I'm trying to remember what happened at this at this one. Uh, I think he was just watching them because they were fooling around by the water. I think is yeah. what is that part. So um, yeah, Eddie and a bunch of other um, campers were designated to take this wooden raft that they created to go back to the uh, mainland and also try to find any canoes um, that may have been you know floating about so they can jump on and bring them back, whatever. So they um, <laughs> they all make it to this one raft, this one canoe that they found. They're like, oh, it's all right there. So it's it's Woodstock, Eddie, um, Fish, and two other girls. I don't remember their names. Uh, Marnie and Ro- Rhoda. Okay. Oh, Rhoda. So, so there's uh, like five people there. So they all go, and um, Woodstock is leading. So he's going to jump in there to you know go into the, that um, canoe to bring it back. Or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So as they get there, we get a shot of Cropsy, who is above them and stabs. Um, uh, actually, yeah, he stabs one of the girls and he cuts off Woodstock's fingers. <laughs> then he stabs Eddie and kills him. And then um, he stabs um, Fish as well and the other girl. And then I think he stabs Woodstock again. This all happened in a matter of, like, five seconds. <laughs> so this guy's quick. Yeah, right? For real. Um, For somebody the, who's gotten burned that bad? The effects are amazing, and that's because Tom Savini, the god, <laughs> is on this movie, on this project. So everything is super realistic um, and nuts. But just imagine going out there and just some dudes there going to kill you. Yeah, right. Like, that's not on your on your mind at all. No. Um, and then we get a little bit of more of Todd and Michelle. They're they're walking in the woods and they're talking, but then we cut to the following night, um, where Sally and Glazer are doing the do. You know, <laughs> they're doing it. Um, and Glazer this whole time has been talking up like it's oh it's gonna be great, you're gonna love it, I'm gonna make it special for you, it's gonna be great. This guy like he just lasts like two seconds literally. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I don't know what happened. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Um, I don't I don't know what happened. But next time it's gonna be great. And and then he he asks her, like, are you cold? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you didn't do much to warm me up. So it's like, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> um, and then Glazer um, uh, says he's gonna go back to camp so he can grab some matches to start a fire. So he has Sally stay back. And as he goes away, Sally gets killed by Cropsy. What a surprise, right? And then Glazer, who is um, now being followed by Alfred, because he saw him pick up the matches, um, goes back to Sally, finds her dead, and then he gets stabbed in the chest and then um, stuck to a tree while Alfred's watching. So he's, like, freaking the fuck out. And I would, too. So Alfred runs back to... I still have him listed as Tom here. <laughs> as Goes back to Todd and tells him, like, oh, my God, you know, Glazer's dead and whatnot. It's the face I saw in the window earlier that no one believed me. It's like, no, you don't even believe me or anything. Um, oh, it's really funny. This is when I, when I transitioned from Tom to Todd because I, <laughs> I heard Alfred say Todd very clearly. Um, so that's really funny. So Todd goes to um, follow Alfred, and then he finds that they're all dead. Um and then as um, I think Todd goes to find, look at Sally and then he gets like sliced on the head real quick mm-hmm. um, and then we find out that he's still alive he was just kind of just cut a little bit 
And while this is happening, the raft is also coming back. Michelle goes to swim out, and then he she finds they're all fucking massacred. They're dead. They all decided. Well, I don't even know. Like, it really depends on the stream. But it's also funny too because if the stream was bringing that back, right? Yeah. You would think all the canoes would have came back too, mm-hmm. right? So I wonder. Maybe he only crops he only left that one out on the so water to, to lure to them, and yeah. then he put the other ones on shore. Maybe that's maybe. what I was thinking. Probably. Um, and as that that's happening, Todd um, also screams out and says that you know there's a killer out there. All the all the kids need to go back and whatnot. You got to hide them. Alfred is fucking running for his life right now. Um, <laughs> he don't give a shit about anyone else. He's just like no. He's like I'm, 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 I'm fucking I'm out of here, dude. So. Um, um, Michelle brings the rest of the crew back on. I think it's the same. It's a wooden raft, right? I think because mm-hmm. they all take all the kids on shore. So they take that raft back to go talk to um, Jack, who at first doesn't believe shit, and then um, then then he does, and then they uh, decide to take the motorboat out. Which honestly, they probably should have took that. In my opinion, anyway, like I think the, the, yeah. the counselors probably should have took that one as an emergency thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they they didn't do that it's in the first place, movie. but uh, exactly. <laughs> but um, I can let you uh, carry on for the thrilling conclusion of the burning. All right. Because uh, this this whole end end act is nuts. All right. So it's after they find the raft. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Everybody's back at camp. Um, no, and then um, weird. Sorry, sorry. You good? My bad. Um, yeah, they go to go look for Alfred, who might be yeah. alive still. Yeah. Um, while Todd grabs an axe and he goes looking for Alfred, who is hiding in the woods from Cropsy, who's still looking for him and you know, yeah. trying to kill him. Um, <laughs> he just wants to kill everybody. I know. Um. But then the campers on the raft, they end up returning to camp, Stonewater, Michelle warns the supervisor, uh, yep. Jeff, um, to go rescue Todd, and that Alfred's still out there. Um, then Jeff and Michelle, they jump on a motorboat, and they head downriver towards Devil's Creek. Yeah. Um, so, meanwhile, uh, Alfred, he's grabbed by Cropsy, and, uh, Bound and gagged inside of a building, which looks like an old copper mine. Yeah, it's really cool too because I like the whole design there. It's like they're running through like this ruins or whatever yeah. it is. It's really, really cool. Um, also, really scary too if you're being chased because you never know if anything's yeah, know, around right? the corner. Yeah, you don't know that place. It's unfamiliar. And but Todd hears Alfred screaming. Yeah. Um, and then he ends up getting to the mines. Um, he goes inside. Um. After finding um, Karen's body, and um, yeah, I think a minecart comes after him too, which is kind of funny. Yeah, he almost gets killed by that poor dude. All right, um, and then Cropsy pins Alfred by his left arm to a wall oh, with the shears. Like, out of all the things that happen in this movie, that's the one that gets me because this because you're still alive in that. And so. also, if you move your arm anywhere, it's uh, oh. It's gonna hurt. Shit, dude. Um, I can imagine. So he goes to after pinning him to the wall. He goes to look for Todd um, with a blowtorch, 
um, that's been modified to a flamethrower. Yeah, kind of badass, to right? be honest. This took it takes a turn. <laughs> um, so then Todd ends up uh, finding some new area, um, kind of like a workshop area um, where he sees Cropsy. Um, and he sees his face, and um, you, it shows you at this scene that you finally see what he yeah you like, you the reveal um, yeah and you also get like, the the backstory of like Todd, uh, Todd was there during yeah. the burning um originally of of Cropsy so that's um yeah he was I mean that, I guess that kind of wasn't a surprise but like you kind of already knew that but maybe like back then it was maybe a surprise but we've seen so many of these movies you just know that yeah. you know that there's somebody in this group that was part that of was that was involved yeah um. I do have to say though there is some really good suspense building during this part when it's just um, Todd because when he shuts off the blowtorch, he doesn't know where anybody is. Oh yeah. So he's just looking around and it's just the camera's following him, and then we get the the jump scare of of Cropsy with the um, with the blowtorch. It's really really cool. Uh About this whole final act. Oh yeah. So then um, he hears Todd hears Alfred scream again. Which then Cropsy comes back um, with the flamethrower, mm-hmm. and he tries to set Todd on fire, um, but uh, he tries to hit him with the axe, but as um, he's swinging the flamethrower around, uh, Alfred ends up getting free and stabbing Cropsy in the back with his own garden shears. Yeah. Um... But uh, anyways, at the same time, meanwhile, Michelle, Jeff, they end up um getting at the campsite where they find a police off uh police hel- helicopter. Yeah. Um, which then arrives and uh ends up um getting a few more policemen who look in go want go into the woods um and then um end up at the mine. Yeah. But then uh, Todd and Alfred begin to walk out when Crosby ends up uh kind of recovering and he attacks Alfred. Um, Alfred moves out of the way as Todd swings his axe, hitting Crosby in the face and uh, pinning him to a pillar. Yeah, it's a really, really, really cool kill. Um, but then Alfred, uh, Alfred grabs Crop. Oh my god, all these names together. It's like <laughs> yeah. Alfred grabs Cropsy's modified flamethrower and then he burns sets him on fire. He burns the fuck the shit out, out of him, him. dude. He's like, you're, yeah. you're really roasted now, man. Alright. Um,. But yeah, so Cropsy is finally dead. Yep. Um, so then Alfred and talk, uh, talk, um, Todd, <laughs> they leave the mine. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Um, they leave the mine. Um, while Crosby sits there, continuing to burn to a crisp, like some bacon left in a cast iron pan. Yeah. Too too long. Um, but then we get our final conclusion, where the story of Cropsy and his legend is being told around a campfire. No, I'm confused. So during this this like ending um campfire story, is that meant to be an, an older Todd or a whole nother I think camp? it's just supposed to be like a like it got passed around as an urban legend. I think it's in like That's what I'm camp. thinking too. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It was great. I liked it. We probably didn't do it justice just because this, um, this movie, you have to watch it. Yeah, you, you have to watch so it. So many like things that happen like it at kills once. it great. Like the the suspense, the POV cameras are really good. The the effects are amazing. Um, Tom Savini, anything that he touches, regardless of his age, like even now, it is a, is amazing. So um, yeah, I guess we good. can we can go on to our final verdicts. Um, 
I love this film. Um, I think it's one of the stronger, like, camp setting mm-hmm. slashers out there. Um, I'm going to have to probably give this thing, like, an 8 out of 10. Uh, obviously, it could have some, some better things with it. Maybe a little bit more kills or mm-hmm. or something. Um, it, it could always be worked on. But um, yeah, this is this is probably my favorite out of all of the '80s like camp slashers. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go eight out of ten blood splatters. All right. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Oh, okay, um, you one up on me today. <laughs> I like it's a very straightforward, you know, camp horror movie with you know, excuse me, it's got your classic slasher like influences and like you know for sure. Um. But it's also got a night, not relatively, I'm not going to say complex, but like, you know, it's got a decent backstory that dives into a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, without just being vague. And the story, I don't think, falls apart ever. They keep everything right there. And they just, they put an end to the story and, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm glad this didn't get sequels. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy that that did not happen because um, this was during the time where everything was getting sequelized mm-hmm. um, something would be turned into a franchise or whatever but I'm, I'm happy that this one didn't get that um, yeah. that treatment for sure that was just its own standalone thing but yeah no it's a uh... It, talking about it um, listening to our description doesn't do it justice no though. I feel like there's definitely some movies that we have done that I'm like, I love this movie. When we go to talk about it, even going through the film, it's like, we're just not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, you know, it's, it's it's what we do here, you know? We, we yep. fuck up um, some shit, you know? Yeah. We're not perfect, so. This is a great film. You can watch it on Shudder right now. Um, it might be on Tubi as well. I know a lot of things that are on Shudder, for the most part, unless it's like a Shudder original, is also, I think, on Tubi or even Amazon um some cases. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a film that you need to watch. If you like camp setting movies and you can never get an, enough of that, this is a movie that you need to um you need to go watch right now. Um 8 out of 10 for me, 9 out of 10 for Aaron. Do you have any last minute thoughts that you want to add to this? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I think I'm good too. It's, like I said, it's very straightforward. It's a great film. Um, very good early 80s slasher. I always thought this felt more of like a later um, 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, 81. it's just because of the, the writing and... The high budget and Tom Savini. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. It's it's a really good movie. And, and people need to talk about it and watch it more. So go do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's all that we got for today. So this was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I was your host, Dustin. I was your co-host, Aaron. And we will talk to you next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye.